Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. I am your host, Frank Pador. It is currently July 8th, 2022, 8.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, I understand. It is indeed the 8th. I am a week. Well, you haven't heard from me in, in two weeks now. And I'll get to that and why that is the case. But first, let's focus on you. How are you? How have you been today? How have you been in the past two weeks? What has happened? What have you been up to? I hope good things. If bad things, that's fine too. But what have you been up to? Tell me all about it. I hope that you've been making progress on yourself. I hope that things haven't been too dreary for you that you cannot handle. Remember, there are people that you can talk to. If not friends or family which you trust, I recommend therapy or just Contacting one of those hotlines, even if it's just through text or uh, chat or anything of that nature, anything is better than nothing. But I hope your week was productive. I hope you were able to get that sleep. I hope you've been making your beds. I have been to the best of my ability. Again, I'm not perfect. I haven't been making it every single day. But when I have made my bed, the day seems to go a little bit sweeter at the end of it. Able to just pull up my pillow and draw back my uh, my sheets and, and blanket and my fleece blanket that I have and just kind of tuck myself in into a warm, prepared uh, present. And it's nice. And I hope you're able to do that and experience that yourself. But no matter what has happened, just know that I am proud of you. Even if you just wake up in the morning and it's just a tough day, you woke up. If you wake up in the morning, that's a very good beginning. So I'm proud of you. And I want you to keep up this work and I want you to continue to strive forward into the unknown, into the future, no matter what happens. Because again, we're all in this together simultaneously right now. We are all breathing and living at once. So we're all in this together. But with that said, I hope you've had a good week. And remember, you can email me at the FSOF, not at the, but email me at FSOFpodcast at gmail.com. Whether it's topics, uh, suggestion of topics, articles of interest, or you just want to say hello, email me, please. FSOFpodcast at gmail.com. You might hear whatever it is that you have to say live, well, not live, but on the podcast. I go back and forth as to whether or not it's live or it's not. As of right now, this podcast is not live. I am just not in the mood, you know, not in the mood, but I'll get to that in a second. First, as always, we commemorate these podcasts. We commemorate, uh, anything that I do mostly as far as streaming wise in this podcast goes, I commemorate it with a shot in the honor of the podcast and in honor of you, my dear listener. So here's to you, here's to me, and here's to episode 39 of the FSOF podcast. Cheers. <sighs> Apricot brandy is... Very interesting. So, what have I been up to for the past two weeks? Well, I'll tell you as briefly as I can. 
Well, first things first, I suppose I need to explain why I didn't make a podcast last week. And the reason why I didn't is because I thought I was going to make a podcast on the 1st, right before the the 4th of July, you know, right before the quote-unquote birthday of America. But it just didn't feel right. With everything that has happened with the world, with everything that is currently happening within America, with the overturn of of women's rights, uh, Roe v. Wade, with all the shootings that has been taking place, with just so much negativity within um, the United States. It just didn't feel right in order to make a podcast. My heart wasn't in it. There was no... There was no gumption. There was no life. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? Maybe I should prepare a podcast where we discuss the initial reason and creation of the United States Constitution. What it actually means. And I have a bunch of very old history books. So we weren't going to take a modern adaptation and recognition of the United States Constitution. We're going to go back about 60 years, 70 years. I have United States history books and encyclopedias which are that old. And I was was skimming and reading through these old books, these old history books. I just, I was beginning to bore myself with this presentation. And I started thinking about the podcast and why I created the podcast. Yeah, it was a topic of of interest at the time, but if I'm boring myself researching what I want to present, then it's going to bore you. Maybe. I don't know. But... I wasn't really there celebrating the 4th of July for the sake of America. I think I was just celebrating the 4th of July to just have unity with those that I celebrated with. To feel connected with people through the shared common interest of blowing shit up. So, I enjoyed that very much. But that's why the podcast didn't come out. I just, I didn't know what to talk about. And what I felt was potentially interesting, I felt wasn't interesting enough. Um, I scrapped the podcast entirely. So I hope you forgive me for that, but know that I did it for your interest and my own. If the presenter isn't into it, then you know that the audience is not going to be into it because there's no, there's, there's no heart. There's no passion. Uh, it's, I felt as if I would be, you know, a middle schooler presenting a history project, just reading off of the slides or, or off of my note cards that I have. There would be no impromptu ambition, no drive to it. So I scrapped it. And there you have it. I'm back this week because I felt that it would be wrong to go two weeks without doing a podcast. So here we are with a couple of things in which to talk about. But my 4th of July was fun. Went over to Queen Shelby's, my roommate Shelby, her folks place, and we blew up about $1,200 worth of fireworks, which was a lot of fun. Attracted some of the neighbors over where her parents live. Had a bunch of food. 
Had some delicious deviled eggs. Oh yeah, it was, it was very good. I enjoyed my 4th of July. And I went camping, quote-unquote camping. It was like in her backyard, but, you know, we set up a, a big tent and air mattresses and just slept under the stars, which was actually more enjoyable than I give it credit towards. Of course, we did have technology. It wasn't like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Where you don't have any technology or electricity or comfort, nothing like that. It wasn't anything like that. We had an extension cord and, um, you know, we had technology. And I kind of have to just because I need my CPAP machine uh, for my sleep apnea. But that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Work has been good. Getting better at work. Co-workers are still awesome as they are. Um, yeah, work, I'm able to handle work a little bit better because I feel as if I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm talking about, I know the processes of writing out these applications, not applications, these policies and this and that. So I feel as if I'm able to hold my own now and I'm able to contribute to the team and to the agency. So that's great. Speaking of agency, that interview that I spoke about, uh, my callback interview that took place. Uh, let me make sure that took place within the time that, yeah, that took place, uh, last, uh, last month, Tuesday, the 28th. And that went fine. That was good. The interview was very pleasant and I felt it went great. And I think that the, uh, agent of that talent agency and I really clicked and connected. It seemed like it. It feels like it. Unfortunately, they said that they would contact me that Friday with follow-up questions after, you know, um, bringing notes back to the founder and co-founder of the agency. And I haven't heard of them since the interview on Tuesday the 28th. It has been a week and a half now, which I'm trying not to think too much about, but it's always in the back of my mind, which leaves me to believe that either they're still talking about things and I'm still in the run, or uh, I, I wasn't selected for advancement and... They decided not to contact me and tell me about it, even though they said that no matter what, they would reach out to me for follow-up questions. So I don't know what that means. It could either be really good or it could be I wasn't selected. So I'm not sure. I will be contacting my agent uh, tomorrow, uh, drafting a little email, just being like, hey, this is a situation. Should I wait and lame it out like it's cross teching or should I, should I reach out to the scout and see what's going on? I don't know. I leave it to the trust that I have with my current agent. Well, that's what's going on with me, voice acting narration-wise. Haven't gotten any projects as of late, which is unfortunate, but also fine considering how, you know, work has been. Work is still draining. Today was, my God, we got a bunch of, of rain and storms here. And while the storm was going on, everything was quiet. Everything was smooth within the agency. 
But then, once the sun came out, my god, calls non-stop. I don't know what happened or why. I guess the sunshine just invoked people to call us. But it was what it was. We got through it. Drainingly, but we got through it. But that's basically been my two weeks. Still going to therapy, still enjoying therapy, doing good with therapy. And I suppose something that I need to express to everyone, because this is a personal flaw of mine, and if I feel that if I share it, then maybe others will be able to connect and relate to it, is that internally, with these, uh, this, these, I've been in, I'm getting tongue-tied, I'm sure you can hear it, with therapy, I've been in it for over a year now. It's actually coming up a year and a half, I think, next month. Internally, I feel great. I feel better about myself. I feel that I know myself a lot better. There's like a little me inside, internally, just kind of like, yeah, I know me. I feel great. Let's go. Hell yeah. He's a little pom-pom dude. Don't imagine me in a, in a cheerleader's outfit that's scarring. Don't do that. However, inside, I feel great. The problem is that while internally I feel great, I still have walls built around that little pom-pom cheerleader of me. And not everyone is able to see the happiness which is inside. And when you have friends and family who still see who they saw a year ago, a year and a half to two years ago, where I was indeed quite depressed and very much bordering alcoholism. There's still concern amongst them. So now the next challenge for me is tearing those walls down, opening up, and just telling them the truth about myself. Telling them that, yes, I am fine, I feel great, I want to do more with myself with the internal lively energy which is in me but it doesn't come out that way and that's the difficult part is trying to match what you feel internally externally and it doesn't have to be an entire change of personality i'm not one who is super bubbly and going to answer the phone like, Hi, how are you today? I hope you're doing swell. <laughs> no. <laughs> you would never catch me being that type of vibrant individual. I'm, I'm very much contained. But just because I am contained with my outward expression and happiness doesn't mean that I can't let others know exactly how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling. And that's on both spectrums. Both me being sad, even to the point of depressed, here's why. And me being happy and just glad that I woke up this morning. And that's something that I need to work on. And I feel that a lot of us put on a facade, we build up those walls in order to just get the basic minimum about of, yeah, I'm fine, don't worry about me. And then people are just like, oh, okay, great, yeah, they're, they're probably fine. And then they move on, they don't question anything else. So, that's where I am, as far as therapy goes. It's being able to communicate my emotions, 
what I'm feeling and why. And it doesn't have to be to strangers, you know. I'm not going to say I'm going to walk up to the hobos that are outside of where I work and be like, Hey, I'm feeling fucking depressed. How about you? <laughs> What's that happy talk? <laughs> Good God, I'm depressed. No, it's nothing like that. It's just letting your supportive team, your supportive circle, the ones who are near and dear to you, in about what's actually going on with you. I think that's what's important. And that's what I'm going to try to do. And I hope you do the same. It's scary to let people into your true thoughts and feelings. Absolutely. I don't like it. I like, I like thinking that I'm a man of some secrets and stories which have never been told. But, you know, I'm very simple. I'm a very simple man with very simple goals who is very simple to please. And I know that. But I need to now let people in a little bit deeper who are close to me and who I feel have earned my trust to know my emotions. And I challenge you, dear listeners, to do the exact same thing. Don't tell everyone. Just tell one person. When they ask you, how are you? Don't give the normal, oh, I'm fine. How about you? Or, you know, today was okay. Or as I normally do, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. But, man, I'm tired. I didn't sleep well. Yeah, of course not. I, I never sleep well. I've had two sleeping disorders for 17 years now. I'm always tired. I never sleep well. Surprise them. Let them in a little bit. See how they react. Let me know how that goes, as I will let you know, as I continue to slowly express myself openly to the ones that I hold near and dear and trust. And it's scary. But I think it's for the best, for all of us, for both of us, for you and me, you and me right now. It's good for us to be able to express that type of intimacy. Because if we can't share it with the ones who are friends and family who are near and dear to us, how the hell are we going to express that to our significant other or uh, a developing relationship? If we can't be honest with ourselves and if we can't be honest with them, no trust is going to be developed, which means the relationship is just slowly but surely go on the decline. And God knows I experienced that many times. The relationships that I could have had, but failed because I wasn't able to communicate properly. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, that was my two weeks for the most part. And even while I speak and while I questioned last week's podcast and doing it just because so much depression and this and that has happened with the shootings, with the overturning of the Supreme Court. More shootings have happened since then. In my own state of, of Illinois, Highland Park, that mass shooting on the 4th of July. And don't get confused, just because they say it's Chicago shooting, Highland Park is a very rich very rich region of Chicago and Illinois. Do not think that it's a bunch of poor people shooting each other. No, this was rich blood shooting more rich blood. 
So it can happen anywhere to anyone. That happened. Boris Johnson resigned as prime minister in England. Uh, former Japanese prime minister, while giving a speech, was assassinated, shot, and then died later on. It's just a lot of bad. And I think the combination of life in general within my own personal life and with the events of the world and how just they are, it just distracts me from my interests, my loves, my wants to be able to talk about, but I've just been coming up so dry with topics in which to talk about. You would think that a podcast about my interests would hold a plethora amount of material for me to be able to talk to you at. Notice I say talk at you, not with you, just because you're listening and you're obviously not here contributing to the podcast, because I'm just a dude in a room with a microphone. That was actually kind of musical. Someone do something with that. But, yeah, I just, I keep drawing blanks about things that I want to talk about because I'm still trying to stagger on that sensitive line of what can I talk about, which is appropriate and not political, especially considering recent events. And this all goes back to previous podcasts where I had to talk about mass shootings and obviously the overturn of the Supreme Court. So this is going to be a short podcast because I don't, I don't have anything to talk about. And I do apologize. It's just I want to be able to convey something to you of substance. But my mind is just stalled. Someone threw a wrench in the gears and... I can't fully complete the thoughts of topics of interest. Even when I ask around, I get suggestions. I'm like, I don't know. So I'm stuck. This is what I'll leave you with, though. Thing number one, which is good news. Actually, no. Let's go to the bad news first, and then we'll go to the good news. Bad news first, and this is actually an article that I'm going to read to you from uh, my previous employer, NPR. That's right. Years and years ago, I was a part-time announcer for NPR member station WNIJ in DeKalb, Illinois, when I was getting my undergraduate degree in, uh, at Northern Illinois University. This was released yesterday. Uh, 11.37 a.m. Eastern Time. It is an obituary page. Yu-Gi-Oh! creator Kazuki Takahashi found dead. Yep, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! Has, has died. Now, for those of you who don't know, or uh, actually most people don't know, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up. Uh, I was all over it. Played the card game, I watched the TV show, I was even such a nerd growing up that I would have my mother purchase me blank VHS tapes and I would record the TV show and cut out the commercials so that I could watch them again later. Oh yeah, that's what I did. Oddly enough, 
during the weekends, my aunt would even join me in watching the Yu-Gi-Oh show. That was kind of like her nice thing for a while. We would watch Yu-Gi-Oh together. I don't know why I want to say she enjoyed it, <laughs> but at the same time, it's very possible that she just did it because, oh, my nephew likes this. I want to spend time with him, so I'll watch this with him. God, I need to give her a call. She's a lovely woman. Anyway, so when this was shared to me um, through my roommate, actually, uh, Shelby sent me this article. I was like, no, really? My God, what happened? So for those of you who are also Yu-Gi-Oh! lovers, um, I will read this. Sorry to share the news. I'm sure you know it by now, but NPR says this. Um, this was uh, heard on All Things Considered, and they write, um, Kazuki Takahashi, creator of the popular Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise, was found dead on Wednesday, according to, J to Japan Public Broadcast, NHK, and other media sources. He was 60 years old. Takahashi's body was reportedly found floating off the coast of Nago in Okinawa, wearing snorkeling gear. Takahashi, a comic book artist, started his career in the 80s, but his big success came in 1996 when he first published the Yu-Gi-Oh! in the popular comic magazine Weekly Shonan Jump. The series focused on a spiky-haired, pre uh, precocious boy named Yugi, who, after solving an ancient puzzle, gets possessed by an ancient spirit that helps Yugi challenge various bullies and bad guys to mystic games. The comic ran for eight years and became a worldwide sensation, inspiring a trading card game that's, uh, that sold billions of cards, a popular anime series that ran the U.S. for six years, and various other spin-off series, movies, and video games. Takahashi stayed working in comics, recently publishing the limited series The Comic, about a comic artist who finds out his backgrounds are being drawn by someone in prison, as well as collaborating with Marvel for a book starring Iron Man and Spider-Man. The Coast Guard is currently investigating Takahashi's death. So sad, but true, but hey, you know... We all have to go, and I hope he went in a way which wasn't too horrifying. It honestly sounds like something... Maybe he got stung by something and he drowned as a result. Maybe a jellyfish got him. I have no idea. Drowning's not the way to go. I will tell you that much. Yeah, the thought of it. Anyway, my dear listeners, the last thing I'll leave you on is um, a little bit of good news. Which is... God of War Ragnarok. I came out a couple of um, couple of podcasts ago of reading release dates and unknown release dates. And at the time that that podcast came out, no release date came for God of War Ragnarok. It was rumored that it would be out in December. It was rumored that it would be out in 2023. Well, guess what? Two days ago, July 6th, they came out with a confirmed release date. Sony has announced that November 9th, 2022, God of War Ragnarok will be released for the PlayStation 4 
and PlayStation 5. So, there we go. We have something to look forward to. And let me go ahead and jump forward here. There we go. November 9th. That is a Wednesday. Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Mark your calendars. Sign up in advance. Do whatever it is that you need to do in order to get your hands on a copy of Ragnarok. So, enjoy. As I know, I will come November 9th. Oh, my goodness. And here's the thing. Along with this announcement, they released an official trailer. I have not watched it. And I will tell you exactly why I have not watched it. Because I do not want to spoil anything. Nothing whatsoever. Just like I did for years with God of War 4 back in 2018. I did not watch a single thing for years because I did not want to spoil anything for myself. All that I knew is that it took place in Nordic mythology and that he had a son. That's it. That is all I knew. All that I know about this is that Thor is on your ass and, um, and that woman, Rita. Uh, the, the witch. I know that she's after you for vengeance for uh, killing her son. Spoilers! If you haven't played it already. But it's been out for four years, so get over yourself. So. There you go. November 9th, 2022. Let's go. With that said, like I said, it's a, it's a short podcast. I don't have anything planned. And I'm not really feeling like being in a ranty mood. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm tired. If I had something more prepared, then obviously this podcast would be longer. But this is just an update and a little bit of news. I hope it suffices. I apologize again for not only missing last week, but for this podcast being so short. But, you know, I gotta be honest with myself and I gotta be honest with you. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not able to develop foolproof podcasts and plans and something which is of substance for us to talk about and for me to present to you. I hope that next week something of inspiration comes along for me to be able to talk to you. But until then, I will do my best. So, with that said, thank you for listening. It is always greatly appreciated. Remember to email the podcast, fsofpodcast at gmail.com for, you know, articles of interest, topics of suggestion, or just say hello. Tell me how you're doing. fsofpodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, keep practicing. No matter what it is, so long it doesn't hurt you or anyone else, keep practicing. And I am going to just practice sleeping. I'm going to practice working on myself. I'm trying to get back into working out, even if just some ab work in order to help reduce this gut that I have. Great. I hope you do the same. Just take care of yourselves. Okay. Good. All right. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. Sleep well. And until next time, au revoir.